Good afternoon. Are we blessed with the worship? Amen. Praise God. Children, you can now be excused. Thank you, kids. Right. So, um, before we start with the preaching, uh, we will have a few announcements. So, first off, um, I'm going to start with our WAC Dream Center. So, kisay familiar with the WAC Dream Center? Familiar ang tanan? Kisay niya kaagi sa ubos. Familiar ang tanan. So, katuna sa ubos nga currently wala. Uh, uh, undergoing pa siya sa construction. So let's uh, but you can see nga na mga cubicles. Na na form. So that is, by the way, our WAC Dream Center. So unsa na purpose aning Dream Center, Kim? Para sa ni Internet Cafe ba ni? Negosyo ba ni sa WAC? No. So this Dream Center, by the way, is a place for both professionals, um, non-professionals, mga mama, uh, teens, and of course, katong ato ang mga sujanti. So what is this place for? It is a place so for the professionals where they can work and for the students where they can study. Okay. So another thing we, we aim to have in this Walk Dream Center is um, a place that we can provide for those who are seeking Christ, where they can have a spiritual mentor. And also, this WAC Dream Center aims to be a place for those who are seeking o kanang spiritual nga family, which is kita, di ba? Amen? Okay. So, where they can have a godly counsel. So, dili lang dahi siya for professionals na makatrabaho, and also for students na makastudy. But this can also be a place where we could cater um, souls of no? lost food. Because we were in once in, this, in their place. Nga. We were once lost, but now we are found. Amen? Okay. So, and, what's uh, the Dream Center, Kim? So for now, we provide uh, a play, cubicles where you can bring your laptops or uh, books, because student mo yan, saba ka sa inyo, di mo ka focus. You can uh, study or work sa among WAC Dream Center. And internet is provided, uh, water, and coffee. Nalipay uh, <laughs> patantanan? Uh, so, ang biggest question, pila per hour, Anikim? Pila kaya? <laughs> Na, I guess? Wala. <laughs> So, yes, wala. The, the good news is, this is for free. Okay. So, no, not a place to study and work for free pa dyan. And aside from that, we can also have a place para makashare ta, to have a spiritual family through that place. 
So next Sunday will be our WAC Dream Center launching. Are you excited? Okay. So that's next Sunday after the service. So what are we going to do, Kim, sa kanina na, na time? So it's just a simple kind of blessing sa ato ang WAC Dream Center, no? That um, it could be a place um, to discover ways to fulfill ang mga dreams atong students and even professionals and of course to be a place for advancement for the kingdom of God here on earth amen amen so next sunday after church we will have our walk dream center launching and blessing um, headed by our dear past senior pastor pastor lloyd mongabo right so next announcement will be our life group uh, diba? Bago lang nag-graduate ang mga katong first, sa first class sa life group. So now, we are officially starting again the life group this October. So the question is, when man na mahitabo, Kim? So before, we have it every Saturday. But since lalahi man ang ato ang uh, kuan sa life group, lalahi ang leader per life group, so that would depend sa leader when are they going to have the life group. But, except na doa ka adlaw that will be on Thursday dilta pwede mag life group on Thursday and Sunday nga man because on Thursdays what do we have? very good children <laughs> we have our prayer meeting so we cannot kanang excuse nga ah, we have life, life group ah, sa prayer meeting of course we need to allot time in prayer diba? so up Prayerful church is a powerful church. Very good. So, dili pwede Thursday and Sunday. Ano naman pwede Sunday? Because we have Sunday service, of course. So, if you're uh, interested to join or wala pa mo naka-join sa tong life group, two ways. Uh, first, if mawawajud mo no, we have, and you're here in church, we have our active card. This is the green card na makita ninyo gawas sa my offering box. And then, you will provide us your name and your contact number. And then, you just tick the life group. I would love to join. And then, you check lang your life group. And then, we will contact you. Right? And then, the next thing, if you're kanang watching online, you can actually message us and connect us to us through our uh, Facebook, WAC Facebook page. So that's WAC, we are the church. Right? So next, of course, we have the tithes and offerings. For those who are here in church, you can grab the white envelope or the brown envelope and put your tithes and offering and drop it on the box outside. And aside from that, we also have another way to give your tithes and offering. That's through online. So you can see on the screen, you can take a kind of picture. Or for those who are watching, you can take a screenshot on your phone. So that's the account number and the account name from uh, East West Ngabang. If would just love to transfer lang para easier. Alright. And next is, I'm going to uh, share with you because we want to impart no, sa, from the vision that, that God laid from our senior pastor. We want also to share to you para ikinabuhi na nato ang vision, mission of the church. So, what is the vision of the church? Each one, race one, Jesus-centered, kingdom-cultured, 
word-abiding disciple-maker. So that's the vision of the church. And our mission, church, is reflecting Christ, restoring lives, and raising disciples. So, can I memorize that nato, no? As uh, part of this kanang, uh, church, walk church. And aside from that, before... Uh, before I end this announcement, I would like to encourage everyone to bring their physical Bible here in church. Yes, we have kanang mga kanang apps, no? but it is still better to have a physical uh, with the Word of God. Okay, na lang. And then let's all welcome our dear senior pastor, Pastor Lloyd Bongabo. Hello, thank you, Kim. Uy, maramang nasa langob. Test mic, test. Ako na. <laughs> so, good afternoon. is another Sunday. Nalipay ba mo nga Sunday na sad? Oh, <laughs> praise God. Nakita na sad ta. So, Karun is a. Do you agree? Yeah, it's a very hot Sunday. Wow, how are you today? Blessed. Can somebody na kasuway nerig ni surrender ka? Lord, surrender that you go. Okay, <laughs> our topic karon is total surrender. No. So before time we start, I want to share again my salvation experience. No, sige na ko kadungugan na pastor. <laughs> sige lang. So tayo lang ko magdugo ay yung dunggan. Kaya kung yun. <laughs> so this is very important in this message. It was 1997. Is it 1997? I'm not sure. <laughs> but I was saved. No? During that time, I am a seeker. So, nagpangita ko sa unsagoy truth. No? I am really seeking God. No, you know, we have our neighbor in Lahug. No? I, uh, I think college na ko. She was reaching out you know, to me. She was a mother. Mama Sianya, she's a born again Christian. She tried many times. No, she she went to our house and asked my mom if I can go with her in the church. She even shared to me, asked me one time, if I know the Ten Commandments, then I say yes. Then when I tried to m- memorize it one by one. Then I got lost. What ko kasag Ten Commandments. So she tried many times, but she's not successful in reaching out to me. Then I believe she was praying for me. Like pray to siya sa When one day. That one day I will be led to Christ to be saved. And that prayer 
was answered. So I told you many times that I have a very unique encounter with God as I opened my heart's door. No? I invited Jesus inside into my heart, into my life. I have seen in my mind a vision of God, the Father, in the form of a light. I cannot see the face, I cannot see the body. Light rako nakitan, and the form shall tau. Whether it is just the fruit of my imagination or it is not, when I surrender my life and I acknowledge Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I can't help but kneel down and cry. I cried and cried until my kadabutang imong luha ng sipo nagabot sila. Inaana kadagan ni nakagrabi ang morning ng ako nahimo. In that time when I was in the altar, altar call to siya. Then this image in the form of light came to me and suddenly hugged me. Na, nisamot na ko gilak. So, because I felt the comfort that I never felt before in my entire life. I was comforted by God. My eyes are closed, but I don't see darkness, but light ako nakita. The feeling is so real and very comforting. Mutong grabe ako hilak. It's like I've been separated for a long time and now I am reunited with my father. Inana ang feeling. And of course, I continue. No? I continue to hunger for more for God. So, nipadayan ko simba niya si Grace. No, ako siya nakita as a leader, no? One who encouraged me, maka-encourage again siya. Kay every time I go to church, grabe ka siya smile. Kaya nagka-twinkle-twinkle ang yung eyes. No? So, kinsay di ma-encourage, ano? So, of course, I learned more about the true God. The God mentioned in this Bible. I have not only seen him in the vision, whether it is my imagination or it's real or not, but this is what can I tell you? I have seen God. Not physically, but I've seen his hand moving in my life. And in the life of others. This is just not a feeling. I had experienced His love for me. And also, nakita sa nako ang love sa ginoo towards others. Yes, I have served God in the church together with my wife. No? So, we started as a friend, then naging leader na ko siya. Grubi hao eh. Na leader. Then, nahimo siya na ako ministry partner. Asama na ministry partner, Pastor? Nahimo na ako siya girlfriend. <laughs> ministry partner. So, we are serving God. 
But there was this, this strange question in my mind. You want to know this question? No? While I was serving in the middle of me serving God together with my ex-girlfriend, now it's my wife, there's these strange questions. The questions goes like this. What if God is not real? Maybe the question was inspired by the movie Matrix. Kita mo Matrix? So, so, Matrix, that it tells us that we are just in the big computer. And our minds are connected to it. No, narata atong physical nasa gawa sa computer. Niya, narata sa, sa program sa computer. What if God is not real? Will you still serve God? That's the question ako nadawat. You know what is my answer? During the time, my answer is a big fat yes. I told myself, yes. My reason is simple. I had benefited a lot of the, in the word of God. You know, in Psalm 119 verse 105, your word is a lamp into my feet and a light to my path. You know, before I don't have direction in my life. But when I receive Christ, I learn the word of God. It gives me a clear direction in my life and have a better and fulfilling life. That's why my answer is yes, I will still serve God. I had seen experience many times the word of God fulfilled in my life, fulfilled in other questions. I can stand here right now and testify to you how powerful is God and His word is true. Then, there is this another questions. Another question. I got two questions. The other question is this. What if God will not bless you while you are serving God? Will you still serve God? You know, for me, this is more difficult question than the first. <laughs> because of this, I, I, you know, I did not grow up in a rich family. I am the one who went to school, in high school, selling pulveron so that I will have fair. <laughs> During the break time, I sell pul pulveron to my classmates or to my schoolmates. I sold personalized stickers, no? During my college days, growing up, we are being told by my parents that one day you will be going to the states and migrate there and live there. 
That's my American dream. No? And my parents, uh, they are already, uh, one, some of my siblings are already in the States. What if God will not bless you while you're serving God? Will you still serve God? You know, amazingly, and you know what is my answer already. Amazingly, my answer is yes. Ganihan a big fat yes, no? Karon, yes. Yes. I will still serve God. I can stand here in front of you and I can testify that the God in this Bible, mentioned here in the Bible, is real. He is real. And also, He is faithful in His promises. All His promises are yes and amen. Glory to God. How about we give God a round of applause? Praise God. So my question to you this morning, how about you? How about you? What is your answer to these questions? Can you say yes? Amen. Thank you. A verse for today. It's like the verse, uh, go on, previously, in James chapter 4. If you can open James chapter 4, verses, a uh, verse 17, it says, chapter 4, verse 17. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for this wonderful day of Father God, Lord, that you have given to us. Lord, every day, every morning, you refresh us. You give us new mercy of Father God, Lord. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are here right now. Lord, I pray that you remove all hindrances of Father God, Lord. Let your people catch your word today of Father God, Lord. Lord, let there be a total surrender of Father God, Lord. A total understanding of your word today. Lord, in Jesus' name of Father God, Lord. Lord, remove every lies of the enemies, Lord, in our minds of Father God, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you will plant your word of Father God, Lord, in our hearts, God. In our minds of Father God, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. From our previous lesson on the book of James, we learned that a mature Christian will endure, will never give up in trials, and able to say no to temptation. A mature Christian will enjoy the peace of God in the midst of trials. A mature Christian are doers of the Word of God. He is not only a hearer or receiver, but he is also a doer. We also learn that the mature Christian are masters of their own tongue. A mature Christian does not embrace 
Wordliness. What is worldliness? In James chapter 3, verse 15 to 16, it says, This wisdom does not descend from above, but it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. We understood that humility is the cure for wordlessness. And last Sunday, last, last Sunday, we learned that what it is like to have a Jesus-centered life. Today, we're going to learn the total surrender life a total surrender life. Let us read together James chapter 4, verse 13 to 14. I am reading for... What's the name of version of our? ESV. Oh yes, ESV. So, it says here in James chapter 4, verse 13, started with verse 13... Come now, you say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such town and a special year there and trade and make profit. Yet, you do not know what tomorrow brings. What is your life? For you are mist that appears for a little time and vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this and do that. As it is, you boast in arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. You know, having plans. Isa may na plans to do in your life. Sige. Ulo, ulo. Ulo mo yung mga plans, walay mga goals. Ang sa tingin ko, sa tingin sa tao nga walay goals. Kuang. <laughs> Having plans and goals in life is not wrong. Correct? It is good to have dreams and goals. It gives us direction in life. If you can still remember when you are in the kindergarten, kinsa may nag-agidri kindergarten, taas inyong tiil, ayaw lang. So, you were asked by your teacher, ang sige pangkata na, Nene, Dai, when you grow up, what would you like to be? Diba? Yeah. Say mo, maybe in class, I want to be a nurse. Diba? Teacher, I want to be a teacher like you. I want to be a doctor. Diba? What's up, my line? Napagi-uban niya, I want to be a firefighter. So, I want to be an engineer. Oh, ang uban kayo, naagabi kayo. Bata pa kayo. I want to be a politician. Oh, diba? Bata pa kayo, politikan na kayo. So, it's a very simple goal, but it gives direction to a person. Amen? So, kisa to dali na ay goals in life? Amen? 
So, like, you know, goals like in five years, I want to get married. No, in, in five years, I want to achieve this, I want to achieve that. It's a goal. So, now, what is the difference between Christian and non Christians in terms of goals setting and plan setting? Do you want to know what's, what's the difference? So, non-Christians are set with their plans in life and goals in life. And you know, these plans and goals in life is self-centered, right? It's self-serving. Because you want to have directions So, it's self-serving. And they don't ask God because they don't believe God. They don't ask God. They didn't inquire God. What is the best plan for my life? This is practical atheism. What is, what is an atheist? Atheism. People who doesn't believe in God. Well, the Christians... Moto nan Christian ang una. Christians will lay down their goals and plans in the feet of Jesus. And they will ask, Lord, is this your will or not? If it's not your will, abort plan, abort goal. I want your will. Meaning, Christians will submit and their plans and goals to Christ and whatever God's will. And that Christian will follow the will of God wholeheartedly. Amen? If you can remember the song, I, know, I don't know if you are familiar, kanang song, I surrender all. Sige, kantahan kami. Ay, di ba bumutukan sa all? <laughs> I surrender. Dili ang all must surrender. I surrender some. But God desires us to surrender all. I surrender all. You know? I pray and I hope you are not struggling with this. Worship song. Ngadita matukan ning abot sa all. I surrender all. And dili ma ilisan o some. No? There's this very familiar verse in Jeremiah 29:11. Asa kuna mo ni? You need to memorize this. It's very familiar. For I know, for I know, <laughs> for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Another kind of version in ESV. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to welfare and not for evil, 
to give you future and a hope. So, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Wala man ingo na ginoonga. For I know the plans you have for you. For I know the plans I have for you. I know not my plans, pero God has a better plan for us. I have plans for you. God, do you believe that God has a perfect plan for each of us? Do you agree? It's the perfect plan. Because, you know why? Because He knows you personally. As a person, He knows you. And He alone knows what tomorrow brings. We just need to surrender all and trust God. Now, can you freely sing the chorus, I surrender all. I surrender all. So, to surrender to God is to let go. picture makita if you surrender. surrender after I receive Christ as my Lord and Savior, to surrender God is to let go of your will. Kakuan mo nang unsa man siya? Was kabaw? Sige. So I to surrender to God is to let go of your will and to submit to God. In the process of surrendering to God involves repentance. Being sorry is not the same. Being sa parihasa, the same as repentance. You can say always sorry to this person. Okay, you're always sorry to God. ka, sorry Lord, sorry Lord. Dihara siya taman. Pero repentance is not just being sorry. But also having a strong desire to turn away from sin. Munasya repentance. This is, you know, this is the work of the Holy Spirit, not of man. Repentance. There was a story I heard long time ago. It is about the egg, an egg. The egg of an eagle was mixed with the egg of a chicken. Nakakuan mo nga story? Wala pa? First time. Kisa my first time kadumugan eh. So, the egg of an eagle na mix siya sa egg sa chicken. So, I don't ask me nga nung naabot siya ang egg sa eagle sa chicken. It's a very long story. No? So, to make it short, naana nga to. Then the hen sat on it with the other eggs. So, what happened? It hatches. No? Nahimo siya og piso. Now, the eagle mixed with the chicks of the chicken. Growing up together with the chicks, the eagle grows up also. And behaves like a chicken. Dili man siya chicken. 
eagle, Messiah. You know, because of the kanang influence sa mga other chicken, he behaves like a chicken. This eagle doesn't fly. Kay ayang behavior is a chicken. Sad to say, many Christians behave like a chicken. Coward. Kiba ka ng coward at chicken? Kiba ka ng chicken? If yung duulon, may... Saba kayo? No? Coward, chicken, very noisy. And they always run away. They're only good for... Asa may purpose sa chicken? For human consumption, lechon. <laughs> e lechon. Christians, we are an eagle. We are not chickens. I know it's very difficult to surrender all to the Lord. It's very difficult, but I want to tell you that God will give you the courage through the Holy Spirit to give you the courage to do the will of God and repent from sin. You are an eagle. You are not a chicken. God has given us the ability to soar high like an eagle to the help of the Holy Spirit of God. But sad to say, many Christians sit us to have a chicken mindset. You know, God is a very rich God. He can give us what we need and what even what we want. The problem is us. Can we be trusted? Can we be, we be trusted of the blessings of the Lord? Let us forsake the chicken mindset. Let us ask God to have a courage to the Holy Spirit to surrender all to the Lord. Surrender everything in this life to the Lord. Let us stop practicing practical atheism. As if God doesn't exist. Although we are Christians, we don't ask God if this plan is from the Lord. We can also, it's very easy for us to jump into what we had planned. It's practical atheism. No regards for God. Although we are Christians, we are worldly. We have this chicken mindset. We are afraid to let go of the worldly desires that we receive from this world. We are under the deception of the devil that life in Christ or being a Christian, being a born again is boring. Which is not true.
We should have begin to have a mind of a eagle that can see far. We can have a vision that what God has told us in this word and His promises to us. You know, the chicken, they can only see what is in front of them, what is now. But the chicken cannot see the future because he cannot soar high. But we Christians, God will enable us to soar high like an eagle. We can see vision. This is what happened. To the Christian James was talking to in James chapter 4, verse 13 to 14. Is he come now? You who says, Today or tomorrow we will go into the such and such a town and spend year there and trade and make profit. Grabby and plano. Very detailed. But it is, is it from the Lord? In 14, in verse 14, yet you know, you do not know what tomorrow brings. What is your life? If you are a mist that appears for a little time, then vanishes. That is our life. Wala pagita, no one here present in this time that we can say that tomorrow I will still be alive. Next month, I will still be alive. No one. Life is full of uncertainty. We do not know what will happen to us. For you do not know what tomorrow brings. Who thought that the whole world will be locked down Due to COVID, in spite, in spite of a very advanced technology. What is your life? What is our life? It appears a little time, then vanishes. In James chapter 4, verse 13 to 15, instead, he said, instead, you ought to say, if the Lord's wills, we will live to do this and do that. This is practical Christianity. If the Lord's will, this is humility before God. Now in Philippians chapter 4 verse 13, it says, I can do, do you still remember this? I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things to Christ, through Christ, not through me, through Christ. Continuing in James chapter 4, verse 16, As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. You know, this is a picture of pride. And it's not from the Lord. Continuing in James chapter 4, verse 17. 
So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. What sin is this? This is a sin of omission. What is sin of omission, Pastor? A sin of omission involves not doing what is right. If you know what is right and you're doing it, then you commit a sin of omission or failing to do as instructed. Sin of omission. Example, refusing to share Christ with others, neglecting to care for those in need, and avoiding prayer. And all examples is of sin of omission. Omission is willful disobedience. Willful. Wala pa ka na broken. Napadyo kay will. Gusto ni mo buhaton good. You, you know what is right willful disobedience as a child of God you know we are not on our own in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 it says I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Therefore, let us follow Christ. In Luke chapter 9, verse 23, He said to all, If anyone who come after me, let him deny himself and take up the cross daily and follow me. Then, putting God first in everything, in, in Matthew 6, verse 33, But seek it first, the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. God will not just prosper us, but Jesus will also deliver us in Psalm chapter 50, verse 15. I call upon uh, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. You know, what can we picture in, in our mind of a total surrendered life? I want you to let, let us read in uh, 1 Corinthians you have a Bible, and you turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1, 2 to 4. Okay. Starting with verse 2 in chapter 13 of, the, of 1 Corinthians. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. Verse 3, if I give away all I have 
And if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. I gain nothing. You know, we can be, we can have all the gifts, prophecy, you know, you know all the mysteries, the Bible, a faith that can move mountains. Mountains, throw yourself to the sea. It's like, if I have not love, I am nothing. You know, Total surrender. This is what total surrender looks like. Forsaking all other love. Forsaking all other love. And to love God above all. That's total surrender. When do we do this? Because... Every time we're away from this church, you are at home. You will be bombarded by the devil. There will be doubts. No, I doubts. Maabot ato tinuod bukan yakong gikuan. No. Then forsaking all other love. And to love God above all. We need to confess every day. Every time you wake up. That you love God above all. When you wake up in the morning, good morning Jesus. Good morning Father God. Good morning Holy Spirit. I love you. We need to confess our love to Christ. And forsaking all other love. You know, because by loving God above all, you can love more. You know, the people around you through God's love. You can love your wife more through God's love because you love more. You can love your work more because you love God. You are working for the Lord. You can love your sister and your brothers more because you are loving them by the love of God. Total surrender. I told you my salvation story at the beginning of the sermon because I can clearly point to the time that I acknowledge Jesus, Lord, as my Savior and my Lord, I repented. I cried. I mourned of my sins. And I clearly know that I surrender all to the Lord. I entrust Jesus with my life. Now, my question for you today, have you come to the point of your life that you totally surrender yourself to God? Yung ka, Lord, surrender. I love you above all. 
you know, it is not possible for someone to lay down their dreams, their plans in their life if one person, one Christian was not able to come to the point in their life that they lay down or totally surrender themselves to God and forsake their old ways and wrongdoings, wrong desires, and to turn to God and love God above all. Turn to God. The God I am talking about is the God in this Bible. Not the God that we created in our mind. Pwede din na, Pastor? Mag-create God in our mind? Yes! They are also God that we created in our mind that perfectly suits us and agrees with our worldliness and our sinful desires and totally agrees with our sinful natures. Many people think that this, this is a true God. The God that we create in our mind. Do you know even Christians? That is not the true God. Let me tell you the true God that is mentioned in the Bible. The God is mentioned here in the Word of God. He is loving God. But He is not just a loving God. He is also a just God. He is awesome. He is powerful. Who is able to destroy both body and soul. He is a righteous God. He is the Father who loves us and hates sins. He is a disciplinarian God. Like He disciplined His people, the Israelites. But He also restored those who repent from the sin or turn away from sins. And He will not just restore. He also guides guide us to live a righteous life through the Holy Spirit. He loves us. While we are yet sinners, He demonstrates His own love on the cross through His Son, Jesus Christ, His one and only Son. And those who acknowledge Christ Jesus as Savior and Lord will be saved from the fire of hell and live with Christ on earth as a, with a fulfilled life and in the future, in heaven with the Father. The true God in the Bible is the true God that I'm talking about. He is not here to punish us, but to save us. He accepts us. And He receives us when we walk towards Him. He never despises anyone. In fact, in Matthew chapter 11, 28, verse 30, it says, 
come to me. He's inviting us. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. You know, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. May I call the musicians to come here. Now, would you like to surrender all to our Lord Jesus Christ today? Surrender your plans. Surrender your goals. Tell Him that you want His plan and goals for your life. His plan for you is not necessarily to become a pastor. No. Or to become a church planter. No. That is a special calling. But something else that glorifies His name. When you ask God of His plan for you, don't just ask God half-heartedly. Kanang duha-duha ka ba? Dili kinasing kasing ni mong pagpangayo. And after that, you just walk away from the service and forget everything. Ask His plan with all of your heart and with all of your soul. That when you walk away from this building, you will remember God's plan for your life. And carefully follow that plan. Because that's a good plan for you. That's a perfect plan for your life. And also surrender all your worries. Ano sa may imong kikabalakan? Ano nga kinabuhi? Surrender it to God. Burdens. Ano sa may kikabalakan? Ano sa may karon. Ikaw raw ang ginoon na sayo. Surrender sa ginoon. Whatever problems you have nga, kaingon ka nga lisod kayo Lord, lisod kayo ng problema, di na ko ni kaya. My friend, surrender it to the Lord. And by faith, by faith in God, receive God's peace and receive God's wisdom today. Today. Not tomorrow, not next month, not next year. Receive God's peace and wisdom today. You know, I will give you some time to reflect and respond to the message this afternoon. And you talk to God heart to heart. Well, the worship team plays soft music. And later, Kim will lead us to prayer and the worship team will lead us to a response song. I want you at this time to reflect and talk to God.
Father God, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your word this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, that you have reminded us, O oh God, that we should yield into your plans for our life, O oh God. Lord, forgive us, God. If adunay mga panahon, O oh God, na we think we know our lives, Lord. We think we know better than you, O oh God. Lord, we ask for your forgiveness, God. We're sorry, O oh God. And Lord, as Christians, Lord, as your followers, Jesus, help us, Lord, to follow your will for our lives, O oh God. Help us, Lord, that we will not make plans, O oh God, that are self-serving and self-centered plans, O oh God. Lord, Tabang kami, Lord, na dilip mo may mong Christians, Lord, na, Lord, mo niya mong plano. Ikaw, Lord, fit into our plans. But, Lord, mahimu ming Christians, Lord, na, Lord, unsa imong plano sa mong kinabuhi, O God. And help us, O God, that we will fit in your plans for our lives, O God. Lord, I pray you will increase our faith, God, to trust you more, O God. Because you see our past, O God. You see us today. And Lord, you know what's our tomorrow. You see everything, O God. Help us to trust you more, O God. And help us, Lord, to be so willing, Lord, to surrender our everything, Lord. Give us the wisdom, Lord. Yes, lisod namo, Lord, to give up our finances, our works, our free time, and even among loved ones, Lord, to surrender it, Lord, to you. But Lord, I pray you will give us the wisdom, Lord. How do we surrender, Lord? And Lord, I pray that your love will just course through Samoa, O oh God. That it will be so great, O oh God, that we will say, yes, Lord, we need you, Jesus, into our lives. And Lord, help us to love like you and transform our hearts, O oh God, and our minds. That this, Lord, will be translated among actions, Lord. That it will be easy for us to surrender and give our own because we have loved you, Lord, and we experience your love in our lives. Lord, I pray you will break the pride, O oh God, that we have in our lives, that we know better. And Lord, give us the peace, O oh God, that as we trust you, O oh God, as we take the first step in surrendering, surrendering it all to you, Lord, give us the peace of God that you hold our lives, Lord, in your hands. That, Lord, we are safe because we are anchored. Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray all these things. Amen.
God. 